Woe to you of earth and sea. Welcome to Satan is My Superhero, a show about art, culture, history, and the devil. I'm your host, Judas Falling. In this episode, we will be investigating links between Nazis and the occult. There have been hundreds of books and documentaries made on this subject over the last 80 years. There definitely is a link between Nazism and the occult. The strength of that connection is the real question. In the late 19th and early 20th centuries, Germany was still a relatively young nation. They were looking for historical ancestry to link all the German people together and give them one homogenous culture. There were many groups in Germany dedicated to this cause. The Nazi party evolved out of one of these groups. Known as the Tool Society, they believed the German people were descended from the allegedly superior Aryan race. The Tool Society were into their Germanic paganism, so links to what we would call the occult were baked in from the start. Adolf Hitler's childhood friend, August Kubizek, reckons a 17-year-old Hitler moved him to tears talking about future plans for Germany. August said it was like another being had spoken through Adolf. Let's make Germany great again. While little Adolf was born and baptised Catholic, the Catholic bishops in Germany still went and excommunicated the entire Nazi party leadership, as well as banning Catholics from joining the party in 1931. Hitler's personal religious beliefs have been fodder for academic debate since the 40s. Like any politician, he mostly pretended to be Christian, but his actions seemed to place him somewhere along the lines of a deist, if not atheist. By most accounts, he never voluntarily went to church as an adult. Dolphy, darling, do you want to go to church today? Um, um, um... In 1933, Pope Pius XI cut a deal with Hitler to protect the German clergy. Adolf signed the agreement, but... Excuse me here, Hitler, but some brown shirts have destroyed a Catholic church in Munich. What should we do? I don't know. Maybe we should punish those responsible. You know, because of that deal you made with the Pope? What's a Pope? In a 1937 encyclical, Pius XI let the German clergy know exactly what he was thinking about the Nazis with quotes like Whoever exalts race, or the people, or the state, or a particular form of state, or the depositories of power, or any other fundamental value of the human community, however necessary and honourable be their function in worldly things, Whoever raises these notions above their standard value and divinizes them to an idolatrous level distorts and perverts an order of the world planned and created by God. He is far from the true faith in God and from the concept of life which that faith upholds. Is it just me or did that passage have a fair game vibe to it? In 1938, Hitler visited Rome, but an invitation to the Vatican was not forthcoming. Ouch. Just six months later, Pius XI very suspiciously died. Well, he was 81 and it was his third heart attack. So actually, he was lucky to be alive at all when he died. In 1945, the logically named Pope Pius XII, living in a recently war-torn, revolution-torn, Nazi-occupied Italy, said of the nationalist murder orgy ravishing Europe, For those who have allowed themselves to be seduced by the advocates of violence, there is but one road to salvation, to repudiate immediately and forever the idolatry of absolute nationalism, pride of origin, race, and blood. That'll do, Pope. 
That'll do. <laughs> Artsy-fartsy Hitler's BFF, Albert Speer, is said to have designed the Nazi parade ground at Nuremberg based on the altar of Zeus, which had been excavated in Pergamon, which is in modern-day Turkey, then shipped stone by stone and reassembled in Berlin. The claim is that Pergamon is named in Revelation as the earthly home of Satan, and the altar of Zeus may well be the devil's actual throne. It gave me piles. Hitler's groom of the stool, Heinrich Himmler's interest in the occult, has been well documented. He painted the black sun symbol on the floor of Wesselberg Castle. The symbol has become a symbol for Satanists and neo-Nazis the world over. The castle had been the site of witch trials in the 17th century. Himmler would hold cultish rituals there with his SS officers. He was obsessed with King Arthur and made that castle his own Camelot and the SS his own personal knights. Good afternoon, Reichsführer of the Schutzstaffer. Oh, Clara, I don't want to hear any of that uptight Nazi party formality here on my home on the weekend. Sorry, Herr Himmler. Please, Clara, the weekends call me. Your most illustrious and smarter than Hitler King of Wesselberg. Captain of the Knights of the Mostly Round Table, except for the bit Gunther broke. And Reichsführer of the Schutzstaffer. Himmler designed much of the SS regalia based on pre-Christian Germanic symbolism. He also sent SS archaeology teams overseas in search of the origins of the Aryan race. His obsession with this stuff was an influence on the Raiders of the Lost Ark. He also investigated witch trials in all the Nazi-occupied territories because he had a theory that the witch trials had been a ploy by the Catholic Church to exterminate the German people. He found the idea of the Church persecuting traditional German pagans for their beliefs deplorable. Mama, what does it mean for the pot to call the kettle black? I've told you before, Heinrich, I'm not your mom. And I don't want to hear any of your questions during feeding. You know it hurts me when you talk with your mouth full. Sorry, Mama. Still not your mother. In 1941, Weiss Fuhrer Rudolf Hess had a dream in which supernatural powers told him the UK would help the fascists in their fight against communism. So he flew himself to Scotland without any authority to attempt peace negotiations with the British. I demand to meet with Winston Churchill. I am the Weiss Fuhrer. I'm the number two. I can't keep telling you this, Rudy. Prime Minister of the United Kingdom and its empire, Winston Leonard Spencer Churchill, is not interested in anything you've got to say, mate. But tell him this time it's not about the war. Oh, really? What's it about? Homeopathy? Back to your cell, quack. And before you ask again, no, we're not installing magnets in your bed. But Mr. Churchill could benefit from the science of homeopathy. And it is science. You can tell by the way it ends in opathy. Okay, great talk, Rudy. Great talk. Oh, by the way, word on the street is that you're not Vice Fuhrer anymore. Oh. Don't be sad, Rudy. You'll always be a number two. Hess had been influenced by his occult beliefs. So angry at this betrayal, Hitler ordered the arrests of hundreds of occultists throughout Germany. This persecution was known as Action Hess. Later in the war, it is claimed Himmler pulled some of these occultists out of the concentration camps to use their psychic abilities to find the kidnapped Mussolini. Tell me, psychic. Tell me! Where is he? Where is he? He's right there. Where? Just there. Here? Yeah. That's Klaus. Yeah, and I found him. No, you idiot! I want you to find Mussolini! Oh. Is he in this room? No! Ugh. That's gonna cost extra. 
Politicians getting called Satan and Antichrist is to be expected, and it goes without saying with a figure like Hitler, some serious shade is going to fall his way. Here are a couple of Nostradamus quatrains credited retrospectively, must remember that, to Hitler. From the depths of the west of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people who, by his tongue, will seduce a great troop. His fame will increase towards the realm of the East. Sure, I can see Hitler, but I would argue it could also perfectly describe any German having success east of Germany. I did a quick Google and found Detmar Kramer, German football player who is now regarded as the founder of soccer in Japan. He managed the national football teams of Japan, Malaysia, South Korea and Thailand. Doesn't get much more German having success in the East than that. Okay, how about the second Nostradamus quatrain about the Austrian art community's greatest loss? Beasts ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefield will be against Histar. Into a cage of iron will the Great One be drawn when the child of Germany observes nothing. So Histar is an old name for the Danube. The quatrain clearly describes a battle on the banks of the Danube, if it describes any real event at all. It sounds like a scene from Game of Thrones to me, but I am aligning Nostradamus quatrains to football at the moment. In a couple of minutes on Google, I found a second division German football referee involved in match fixing. He did prison time, hence the Iron Cage, and two of the teams in the league were based in towns along the Danube. One of the other teams in the league are nicknamed the Lions, they're our beasts ferocious, who in order to play the Danube-based teams would have to cross a few rivers. Choose any Nostradamus quatrain and find a football reference that fits it. This is homework. Let's break Nostradamus. Thank you for the prediction, dickhead. We worked it out when it was too late Thank you for the prediction, dickhead Speaking of con artists... Sometimes described as the founder of the New Age movement, theosophist Alice Bailey said Hitler was possessed by dark forces. She also predicted the Christ would come to Earth sometime after 2025. Ooh, that's not far away. According to Bailey, the Christ's arrival will initiate the Age of Aquarius that will last for a couple of thousand years. What are you doing? Haven't you heard? The Christ is coming. So? Age of Aquarius, baby. I'm getting naked now. World-famous exorcist Father Gabriel Amorth is quoted as saying, If one thinks of what was committed by people like Stalin or Hitler, certainly they were possessed by the devil. Renowned occultist Alastair Crowley unsurprisingly said this of Hitler, His magical technique was indescribably admirable. He adopted the svastika. The hammer of Thor, the distinctive dress, the slogan, the gestures, the greeting. He even imposed a sacred book upon the people. Let's go, boys! I'm going to take a short break from the show right now to talk about my sponsors and Patreon. I don't currently have sponsors or Patreon, but if you'd like to support the show, you can do that by buying my novel. It's called Chaos Machine by Judas Forley. It's available through Amazon. You don't need a Kindle to read it. Almost any digital device will do. Don't forget, Chaos Machine by Judas Falling. Now, back to the show. 
Conspiracy theorists like to point out Hitler committed suicide on St. Walpurgis Eve. This is a night in Germany when people light bonfires to celebrate the canonization of St. Walpurga, who was instrumental in introducing Christianity to Germany in the 8th century. St. Walpurga Eve was set for the last day of April because many Europeans believed that that was the night witches came out and celebrated their own Sabbath. I just don't think Hitler's choice of suicide date had anything to do with St. Walpurga. Dolphy, darling, don't think I've forgotten it's St. Walpurga's Day tomorrow. And I'm positive you've got me the most wonderful gift to make up for all these months in this horrible bunker. Um, yeah. Uh, holy poop! Time to shoot ourselves in the face! I can hear rations. Really? I can't hear anything. The most damning evidence proving, I think, once and for all, Hitler was an antichrist is if you give the letter A the value of 100 and B 101 and C 102 and so on, the word Hitler adds up to 666. No dun dun da. Why is A equal to 100? In base 10, 100 is the last of the 90s, not the first of the hundreds. It would be the same as giving A the value of zero. A should be 101. Hitler's number should be 672. Okay, now it's time to talk about some real Satanists. But not the fun kind. Not saying the Nazis we just talked about are fun. I just don't think Hitler and his inner circle were Satanists. Not in the sense that they worshipped or glorified Satan. There's no evidence that they really worshipped any of the pagan gods they seem to have preferred over Jesus. They certainly did want to destroy Judaism and then Christianity, but not because the devil told them to. They thought Satan was just another Judeo-Christian creation. Their pagan roots predated all that, and National Socialism was their only ideology. But, unfortunately, Satanic neo-Nazis are a real thing. So that's comforting. He believes Hitler lived on after the war and ran a little flower shop. Organisations associated with neo-Nazi Satanism have names like the Black Order, Atom Waffen Division, White Star Reception, Infernal Alliance, Temple of Blood and Temple of Them. One of the most prominent neo-Nazi groups associated with Satanism is Order of Nine Angles. They themselves deny being Satanists. They claim to use Satanism and the left-hand path to further their own goals, but are not adherent to anyone else's religion. Proper Satanists, then. This crew encouraged their followers to break the law and do all sorts of evil things, including rape and pedophilia. The idea is to get the follower to truly break away from what we might call moral society by attacking it. They hope to turn these incels into warriors for a future galactic Aryan empire. That's right, I said galactic Aryan Empire. I think those cute little primates might just be dreaming a little too big for their tiny monkey faces. Ooh, I just want to squish them so cute. On a positive note, Order of Nine Angles accept you no matter what your gender or sexual preference is. They are very progressive as far as neo-Nazis go. Hi, I'm interested in joining your little club. Oh my god, are you alright? Um, yeah, yeah. What happened? Well, you fainted and collapsed in a heap on the ground in case the sound effect didn't sell it. I didn't faint. I passed out like a man. I've just never spoken to a world. Oh, in case the sound effect didn't sell it a second time, you fainted again. Pass out like a man. 
You know what really grinds my gear with neo-Nazis? It's not the pre-science slash no-science views on race. What I can't take is how many of them are Holocaust deniers. I don't get it. Why? Why deny Hitler his victory of most enormity? What is their argument, and who is the intended audience? So, Hitler killed millions of innocent people, yeah? No, no, you've got it all wrong. Oh, really? Yes, really. You see people get the numbers all upside down. Upside down? Yeah. You see, it wasn't millions of innocent people. No, it was only hundreds of thousands of innocent people. Even if that's true, that's still a holocaust. Uh, no, no. There is where you've been misled again by left-wing elitist media. Hundreds of thousands only gets you genocide. Oh, well, if it's only genocide, sign me up then. You fainted again. Pass out. Like man. Let me put this in a nutshell for you. Holocaust deniers are people who believe in Santa Claus, but not Christmas. There is also a vibrant national socialist black metal movement combining racism, Satanism and metal. The bands have names like Granby Lyles Key, Graveland, Infernum, Croda, Nocturnal Mortem, Pest Noir and Naya Mataron whose bass player and vocalist is a member of the right-wing party Golden Dawn and has held a seat in the Greek parliament. Naya Mataron have a track called Continuity of Land and Blood, which to me sounds like a reference to the Nazis' blood and soil slogan. I would like to think a racist authoritarian ideology is incompatible with the ultimate expression of freedom that is the Satan I love. But who am I kidding? Rapey, satanic, Nazi pedophiles are now a real thing. Normally I would wrap the show up with a quote from some devil-hating nut followed by me quipping, and that's why, insert name of show here, but not today, Satan. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, you know the drill. But more importantly, please recommend this show to just one person. I mean literally one person. Choose that person well.